Welcome, bienvenidos. Your weekly aloha, whatever the hell this is. <laughs> DC TVD. Welcome, welcome, welcome yeah. to both of our uh, viewers. Oh, we're we live tonight on Facebook, on Yo, uh, YouTube. It's all the way it's live. <laughs> you heard it's it right all there. The way live. All the way live. Uh, my co-hosts. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm Ian Taranji. My co-hosts. The beautiful, the lovely, Ms. Michelle Bush. Bonjour. Bonjour. And my good friend, Mr. Marcus K. Dowling. Once again, aloha. aloha. Shout out to Hawaii. <laughs> Shout out. Is the volcano still popping? Uh, the volcano will be popping for like the rest of eternity. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. But you it's know what? I'm here the hill. for a festering the boil on planet Earth right yeah. now. Yes. But I'm here. I'm hearing that it's that it's expelling some beautiful almost like jewel-like. The lava flows, I mean, you know, as long as you're, as long as it's not like running over your body, I imagine lava right. flows are super cool to check out yeah. and watch. Yeah, there's been some like, okay, so I'm a big fan of Behance, which is like, a, I have the app version of Behance. Behance is amazing. And so, so they've been like, there's like people who have been taking photos of like the lava flow and you're just like, oh. And then like it's treating cool. it and it's amazing just because it's like ultraviolet, like the, yeah, the, the radiation that comes all off the heat of that it. comes yeah. off of it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's well, amazing. Awesome, awesome. I'm here for the clay, so get to scraping some wellness company. All right, because I'm gonna need that bentonite clay. Get us some, get us some lava rocks uh, up, up in this bitch. Yeah. Uh, as always, we are brought to you here tonight by One Love Massive. We thank them for producing us. There, we're live dot one love massive dot com. <laughs> but you already know that because you're watching us. One, exactly. of the, one of our two. Viewers. I don't know if the camera oh, was yo. on me or not. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Molly Ruland, the Queen Bee here. Yes. Much love. Shout out to our production crew. Hey guys, Mike, Nick, coming in, coming in on a Monday night. On a Monday. Because it looks like this is going to be our regularly scheduled time. I like it. Does this work? Does this work? This, this works. Work? I, I I was going right. to say works. earlier. I was feeling like Kojo Namdi. Ooh. <laughs> with the the schedule change. I love it. I love now it. this is officially how we're going to. I need to grow my Kojo beard. Circa grow circa, it, Danny. Circa grow eighty seven. Kojo. Oh yes, when he was on uh, Howard University. Exactly. W H U R. Yeah. W H M M. Kojo, if you want to come on DC TBD, we would love to have you. And bring Tom We've got Sherwood. A chair. With or without with or without Tom Sherwood, we would love to have Tom <laughs> Sherwood as well. I was gonna say, but, sh but uh, just Kojo, Kojo would be great. Yeah. Kojo so would be great. Speaking of hot lava, you know who's hot like lava right now? Ooh. Oh my gosh, Donald Trump in Europe. Ooh. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> baby. I went there. You just Let's get well. <laughs> into it. Oh, it's, it's, it's literally the hottest story in the world. It yes, is literally the hottest yes. story in the world. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that like Monday is a good time to be, to have DC TBD because I feel like we can sort of download the week that was, mm -hmm. kind of preview the week that will be. But of course, on our first Monday, we get like fucking neutron bomb, like just knocked into. Uh, it knocked. It knocked us so loud. It knocked our speaker out in our, in our headphones. I love it. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I think so that was me kicking. I mean, me it's, kicking it's crazy. Like. I just I I can't I've, okay I haven't seen a superpower summit like this <laughs> since 1986 <laughs> with the super friends no like the superpower summit like when you had Reagan and Gorbachev and it was like a thing and like yeah but they actually really talked about something these two dipshits no they're they're not that's the whole point it's all artifice it's all you know artifice and pastiche at this point well they spoke I can't for even spell pastiche so <laughs> P A S T I C H E there it is I, w I won. Uh. 
Oh, back to back to back spelling bees in elementary school. This, this one once. <laughs> I won in the fifth we already, grade. We already, we already, yeah, we already compared spelling bee bona fides. Right. Just, we're, we're just, <laughs> for those who are tuning in on Monday, this is what happens. It just starts and then it just goes down a hill. So, uh, so buckle in. We should call buckle this. In we or should call up. this. <laughs> we is. should call this podcast three spelling bee champions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are three native Washingtonians. That too. That too. Who can spell? Three native Washingtonians who also happen to be, happen to have been spelling bee champions. Sixth grade, St. Joseph's Elementary, Sylvania, Ohio. Fifth grade, Washington Mill Elementary School. Fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, Bunker Hill (laughs) Elementary School. 14th and Michigan Avenue, (laughs) Northeast, Washington, D.C. 20018. Yes. There it is. We bow, yeah, we bow right, to right. your spelling bee superiority. Right. Just makes us feel like I'm just I'm just a, hanging out. A chewed up gummy bear. Wow. <laughs> I just do I just do things. But but yeah, this this Trump thing. Like, I mean Okay, well let's get into it. So Trump is uh, just returning fan. home from a I would call it a whirlwind European trip that has lasted approximately the last maybe maybe week, maybe five to seven days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time he he met with uh, all of the the NATO leaders at a, at a NATO summit. Um, he went to the UK, where literally hundreds of thousands of people protested just his very presence <laughs> in their country. Um, and Lord knows, we feel you. We are we are all London. Uh, they, I mean, uh, they came out like they they came out like like Dusty Springfield was performing. Oh my God. <laughs> Like yes. Dusty Springfield and David That's Bowie. That's right. You all That's to right. Like, TBD this like, evening. It's like David Bowie's like you know hologram was performing and at 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 Buck- Buckingham Palace. The Beatles were on the roof of Abbey Road. It was wild. It was a whole so, time. Um, at the at the same time, he does several interviews. He does an interview with the Sun in London, in which he basically says Theresa May is doing a, a shit job <laughs> as prime minister. So then all of a sudden he finds himself the very next day on on a dais standing next to Theresa May. Mm-hmm. And some reporter says, you just said that she's hot garbage. Yeah. And he was like, basically, no, I think Theresa's no, great. What bad. are you talking about? That's all fake news. Well, it's written down right here mm. right. with quotes around it. Yeah. Fake news, the sun. We have this recording God. of you mm-hmm. saying the words. Eh, fake and news, fake yeah. news, fake news, fake I, news. And I guess Fox is going to be fake news soon. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, yeah. Well, yeah, because the because yeah. the oh the other the other the other highlight of that interview before we before we click it down to the uh, we're 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 burying the lead here. But he also said that the European Union are America's biggest and most serious. Geopolitical foe, foe being the word fake that he used, and that is um, that's astonishing to me because that <laughs> is a real, that is a true break from um, an international order and an international um, alliance that has I mean, maintained at least at least state on state peace on the european continent we're reshifting the uh the international uh you know agreements to the era before world war 1 like we're going back that far like we're 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 creating this like multinational alliance between like 
America and and in England. What was it? Was it like Prince Leopold from Austria Hungary right. or something? Exactly. Like that? The Austro Hungarian War is not happening. Just I'm gonna have sure to go back into my that. history book and read. No, about we're that. there. It's it's that's exactly where we're at. I mean, it it it. America does does itself no favors by partnering with the European Union. The European Union doesn't have strength without having the UK at its head. That is something that is becoming patently obvious, in my mind at least, now that we're getting ready for, for soft, soft-ish, medium-hard Brexit, whatever they're calling it this week. Um, it's, a, it's noticeable that, you know, like, if, you wanna, if, if you're going to stay with the EU, then America has to be at the forefront of this European Union. Like American trade has to be in, at the, the American the military crux of might. that. I mean, that has always well, been I don't the foundation. That's, that's it's been the, uh, to me. That's been trade. the foundation. We're, a, we're at we're in a trade NATO alliance, but we're in a trade war. So it's trade with, that, no, with nobody dying. Well, that's the whole point. Well, but I would but say, I, I would say right. we're in a conflagration that can be easily un that can be easily unwound right. at the executive level. I, I I also think that another key part of this issue is the fact that. If the, the is that the is that the UK needs the US desperately in order to even pursue finishing Brexit in, with any sort of you know like level of stability nationally. Yeah. Like the the side of the UK that is very much anti-Brexit needs to understand like in order to just like even get like a quarter of the way towards being halfway okay with it. They need to understand that there is an ally that they have that is strong enough to facilitate what they need trade-wise. And the U.S., as flawed as the U.S. is, has ties now with China that are going to, that are, that are going to end up being private ties with China. They're going to have ties with India. They're going to have, and India is a, a, a great production hub. So you have all of these like, you know, unique barriers that are crossed and allows for the U.K. to be, you know, not even fully safe, but maybe just like, you know, safe enough for the moment. So it's just something to think about. Yeah. 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 So he leaves the UK and we should also say while he's at the while he's <laughs> in oh the my UK, God. he will not set foot in London because there's a baby Trump blimp uh, of basically like a fat diaper wearing tiny hands, baby cell phone holding baby New Year, baby Trump, Trump yeah. baby New Year, Trump, uh, <laughs> which props to London. That's awesome. If we can get some of those over here. Um, I thought there was one. We need, oh. we need, Did we, we need, one? we need Trump, we need Trump baby balloons. Here's my only problem here in stateside. Here's my only problem with all, these, with all these protests. Street. Is that if you're going to be in liberal opposition to Donald Trump, you you need to actually use Trump being where you are to like actually engage with this man. Like large scale protests with giant babies in the air. It's funny and it's entertaining. London turned out and right. I mean, and showed But but what that does is that and, and it's it's funny because Fox is turning against him. This is the only reason why I bring it up. Mm -hmm. Because it turns Trump actually into the rock star that he what that we that we that, that we vaguely benignly alluded to him being during the election process. He is now officially that rock star guy, which officially removes all level of political intrigue from him. He's not like a politician anymore. Like he's officially full on rock star now. Like mm -hmm. now we're now we've long since superseded like any sort of conversation of any sort of actual policy making or any sort of you know like referendum on things that he says because that's yeah. what happened. That's what happened when he was on the dais. So you're saying he's like new? Is he more Nugent or Kid Rock on the Nugent. conservative? Oh, rock he's Nugent. Star. He's Nugent. definitely Nugent. he's definitely the Nuge. 
So you think you think he could even pull back a compound bow? <laughs> oh my god, he can't even pull I don't, his I hair don't believe, back correctly. But I, I don't believe that he. But can. I feel like, but I feel like the thing that could have saved a lot of this is if there was a moment where you have somebody go up to him and engage him in political question asking. Just, just, just a, a simple moment. You catch him on a on a corner. You catch him, you know, like. In a in a in a in a, a slow moment in, after a press conference, and you ask him a question. What do you think happens? But you see what happens when people ask him questions. No, yeah. but that's what you want. You want that level of volatility, because that exposes him politically. So, so, so now, in the second year, as crazy as it, his, his first year has been, do you think we're getting closer and closer to where now we're saying, you know, Fox News is kind of turning on him? Because we'll, we'll Fox... I feel like today was a big today was a big turning point. We may as well talk about it, Yeah, too. definitely. Yeah, Please because, to uh, so the he capper... He embarrassed himself in front of the Queen. The ca- well, he, he, embar- he did embarrass himself and, in front of the Queen. Also, Harry and William and Prince Charles would not be seen they basically said no mom no nope. this is all you <laughs> you wear the heavy heavy is the head that wears the crown right and <laughs> she was and apparently she, but in her face you could even tell like she was just like why the hell did she I was do over this? it she was over yeah. it it's um yeah, it's just, and yeah. now he she and did then he flies she performed she performed her queenly duty right yeah. Uh, and again, she had her heavy is the head, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. So the capper to the Fox thing. Yeah, so the capper crazy. is then today, today, uh, Tim, we're recording this. Well, this is from Monday, July 16th. Um, Trump had a one on one summit. Yep. A U.S. Russian summit <laughs> with the man. Putin. Vladimir Putin, the leader Putin, of the free, Putin, the leader Putin. of the non-free world, the leader, yes, the leader of the, f- the leader of the free world and the leader of the non-free world, meeting the man that can do what the hell he wants, equal footing, as men of equal gravitas, of equal cunning, the skill that was on the surgical precision with the words that they used to slice each other up it was just it was amazing to watch it was a shit show it was a it was a beautiful it was a beautiful sirloin steak meal that was had down at decades of course you could do that at rewind it rewind Rewind. by decades i mean you could do that amongst many things (laughs) breakfast all day i mean we could have both Putin and Trump having breakfast all day. Uh, I'm gonna come Monday. Maybe I'll have my I'll have my pre-show meal at decades. Yeah, and so we can, cru- and we can cruise over together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By all means. But anyway, that show's so gonna be a mess. Everybody should tune in. No. So <laughs> the thought, my thinking is that Fox News has an issue with all all things Trump now, because finally, when, when Trump was in office and doing political things poorly, the fact that he was even vaguely political allows for a spin. To exist on his words, because as 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 much as we may get angry about Donald Trump talking and him sounding un- uneducated, for an uneducated population, there's enough play in his words to present him as being smarter than the average bear. Oh my God! Hey, boo boo. Somebody once told me <laughs> he's he's a dumb man's idea of a smart man. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So once you remove politics from his his jargon, he's just an asshole. Right. Yep. Like he's literally he's every other. He's, he's an asshole with his tie too long, and an ill suiting ill fitting suit. Right. Which does them no Donald favors. Donald Trump brand. Michelle, what do you think of Donald Trump's uh, uh, 
his wardrobe, his sartorial tastes and, and attire. It's horrible. <laughs> it, it looks like it came from the... I mean, no offense to the Goodwill, because I had found some lovely pieces there. But, I mean, he looks like... He, he, tapes, the back of no. his he tapes the back of his ties. He tapes the back of his ties, but he looks yeah. like... I, this God. is going to be so bad. I'm sorry to, any to, right to anybody... No, this is going to be offense. Anybody that's gotten their first suit from K&G Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> but that is exactly what Donald Trump looks like. It looks like he went down, got the Steve Harvey. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the Steve Harvey. Not the long suit, but not necessarily no, the no, short it's, one. It's, it's, it's just, it's horrible. How do you? It's he's, at the, he's at the double oh, XL. Every, every double XL, every time. time big and tall. E every weird. time they take a picture of his behind. No, I was gonna say he's got the he's got like the Sinbad body, where like his his rear end is like <laughs> right below at the middle of his back. I just don't. I had never seen a white man's ass look that. No, that's what I mean. He's got the Sinbad going on, you know. Sin, at least Sinbad maybe had a little maybe bit of. Maybe he's boobie. not all white. I mean, you I'm never sorry. Know. Say what? Uh, maybe he's not all white. Some kind of Germanic Mongolian kind of thing happening there. That <laughs> man ain't got a lick of nothing else in him. So. So I, I just, I think that people have to understand that Trump, okay, so tr as, long Trump as, Trump stays, as long as Trump stays political, he is valid to his base. The second that Trump moves away from politics and it goes straight on full on rock star, when it's just, he is a, a, a personality in the world. Champagne supernova, if you will. Yeah, he's just, it's, it's, he's, he's thoroughly useless. And this is the, the smoking gun development of his presidency. This is the thing that I was like, I don't, I, I, in my mind, I was like, this, will, this moment will never come. Because I perceived him to at least be smart enough to know, mm -hmm. I just, I am the president. As long as I, as long as I talk politics, mm -hmm. I'm okay. Now we're at a point where he's like over in Europe feeling like a rock star and sitting in a room with Vladimir Putin. They sat, they sat in a room, just the two of them, and two interpreters, the only four people in the room, for 90 minutes. They didn't need those what, interpreters. Michelle, what do you think that they discussed? First of all, they didn't need those interpreters. He speaks English. That's the funny part. He, spe he speaks English. <laughs> is, he one of those, is he one of those people who speaks English, but then he pretends like he doesn't understand? No. I no, mean, he speaks all, English. He speaks like, English. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> Great to see you. <laughs> Went to Calabash, did you? Okay, sounds good. Like, McDonald's? I would, like, I would like to help you win the election. He didn't even say it like that. No. He, no. Didn't he definitely he had a much better he had a much better Russian English. And the thing about it, did he I, did he even out. say, let me help you win the election? He probably said to Donald Trump, let me explain to you what you're going to do. And this is how you're going to do it. I like, have a theory. And some of the people are going to be hurt when they do it. So let's get rid of them. Yep. Do it at this month. Right. Do it at this month. Okay, that's a terrible accent. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But I mean, that, that's Don Jr. or Eric, you can only save one. <laughs> but I will save my... There must only be one. That Ivanka of yours. So, <laughs> oh. so here's my, my, theory, my theory of what they discussed in a 90-minute meeting with no other Americans Nothing. or Russians, no, no cameras, no <laughs> notes. Um, I think... He discussed with Vladimir Putin the details of his eventual exile. He'll be the first United States president to live out his remaining days in exile from the United States. He's trying to negotiate the size of his, like the, 
the Dhaka on the on 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 like some you Little know island. Volga boatman island of some sort. Right. You know, I mean, probably yeah. negotiating. You know, twenty four hour security. You know, cameras in Ivanka's bathroom. I don't know, man. That know. is really disgusting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is where we are. I'm so sorry, cheap shot. That's a cheap shot. Like, I mean, it was good. Uh, like, I will always, good. I will always take take There's the cheap a, shot. I yeah. will always just. It's I mean, just, it's just gross to think about the way that he feels about his daughter. This is, I mean, gross. for for <laughs> me, I, I feel like it's a little weird. This is just kind of like they're like, like, it's like, it. it's like a referendum moment. It's like okay, so in five hundred days, we're good. Okay, so here's where we're going next. Like okay, so uh, a thing that people again have to understand is that. Vladimir Putin successfully engineered world war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Via Donald Trump being in office and being the American president. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. And there's exactly right. He is the puppet master. And there's literally because there's literally no way. And people have to understand this. I'm not speaking I, and normally I speak of collusion. Collusion, 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 collusion on this book. But this is not collusion. There are things that Vladimir Putin literally cannot do. Like he literally cannot have a conversation with the Chinese that doesn't immediately turn very violent. Right. Like, that's a conversation you just can't have. Like, you can't say, hey, we're going to levy sanctions against you. No. Because then the Chinese are just going to drop a bomb on, you know, like, Moscow. And Moscow will be a giant pile of flaming rubble. That will happen. But now, with Trump in place, because everybody in the world understands that the Americans owe the Chinese trillions of dollars. So it's like, okay, so you say to this person you owe trillions of dollars to, and it'll be almost funny, because it is funny, we're going to put tariffs on your imports <laughs> to this country, to which the Chinese say, really? Uh, and, I mean, you, you owe us a lot of money, so why yeah. would you even do this? Like, what, what is the purpose of this? Can I role-play the United States' response here? Yeah, by all means. By all means. Here are our F-16s and our, our fighter jets. Come come get your money. I mean, that's basically yeah. the United States. I mean, if we, when, we look at, when we look at the United States on the global stage, what is the United States' role on the global stage? We are military muscle. We blow shit, shit up. up. So who's the only... That's what we do. Who's the only person that can keep an, F- 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 an F-16 out of the air worldwide? Poop. There's one person... Donald J. Trump. No, but no. The one person who actually can is Vladimir Putin. Putin. That's true. Who could keep the American president from putting an F-16 in the air. That's exactly right. He's the only person. So, again, he successfully legislated a world trade war. Right. Without any casualties. A bloodless war. (laughs) A bloodless world war. Right. Was negotiated by Vladimir Putin by putting Donald Trump in place in office. Right. Because he's the best pawn. When you think about return on investment, Donald Trump the is paltry your man. <laughs> investment that the Russian intelligence <laughs> agency did, and we're going to discuss this because we've got, we actually have indictments and we have right. Mueller documents that detail this, but to actually have just, you know, like uh, a cyber, you, all you need is just a couple of kids. Yeah. You know, That's and then it. they've got they've got some like warehouse in like Vladivostok or something where they've got like fifty guys running ten different social media accounts, just being like "fuck Hillary Clinton." Yeah, you know, Bernie's the best. If you, you Bernie, know, Bernie, Twitter Bernie, just cleaned up 
all the all the bots from the election the process. From the election <laughs> well, process. Well, they cleaned up Guccifer and they cleaned up. I think DC Leaks was one, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they cleaned up. No Twitter. Can yeah, Twitter. A um, couple people tweeted out. They were like, "How did I lose four hundred people?" And da da da. So one of the news media guys was like, "Yeah, it happened." Russian. Yeah. I mean, clean them up. That's um, if you're if you're Russian and you have just been dropped uh, <laughs> by somebody, uh, you can hit me up at woke since eighty four. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you can go to. Ru- to decades. Oh my uh, come God. down. Uh, come down to decades if you were. Have some eggs benedict. Yeah. Ex- you know, that's absolutely. my favorite. All I mean, day. you can, we could eat breakfast all day. We could do that. It's real. I mean, I could. Yeah, it's a thing. They had to roll me up out of the air. I mean, you know, we can we can do that. We could do some uh, some some corned beef hash. It's I all, like, it's I all like lox. I like lox benedict. Oh, yes, that's good. That's my favorite. Lots but of capers. But, but, I mean, but that, uh, I, it, it's, it drives me crazy because we now have, again, Again, once again, the easiest way to stay out of prison <laughs> is to commit crimes in mm-hmm. full view, view of the public <laughs> so that there is absolutely Cause no... I'm, t- I'm telling you, during that news conference today and in that 90 minutes, at least five crimes were committed. Yes. At least. Like, the man is shaking hands with the man that, that he put in power. This this actually That's happened. That's what I'm today. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. The return <laughs> on that paltry little investment in the, like the the cyber crime, like you know, setting up Facebook accounts, and Putin's like, "Fucking hey, it worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that shit worked." It's just, that, I mean, I mean, but Putin's goal. Putin's goal has always been. Putin's goal has always been to reestablish um, a buffer between Russia and. The European sort of like the uh, the, the he, old Western also, old Western Europe. He also broke the European Union. Well, but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. Right. The best way, if he can't have that buffer, which you know, I mean, he he certainly gets resisted at all points. Um, then the best way is just to break up the European. He took European he, and and and. So like the North Atlantic, so not just European, but North American as well. Okay, that alliance. So here's something even crazier to think about. Like this, this level of of again collusion, for lack of a better term, collusion, collusion goes collusion. even further. Okay, so you effectively get the um, you effectively make the American president Donald Trump because he's the easiest person to flip. Mm-hmm. That that's all it is. He's the easiest person. He's the easiest person to flip. He has the most money to. He has the most need for money of any American who could feasibly run for president. Then you you successfully turn conservative Germans against brown people who need political asylum. Not just Germans. But especially Germans. Because Angela Merkel is an important leader Uh in all of this. You know, like, she's important. She's she's a a figurehead for liberal Europe. Mm -hmm. Then you you go to the UK and you say, hey, you you don't like those brown people either, do you? Taking your jobs and Making it impossible for you to, you know, enjoy your lives. Yeah, let's let's get rid of let's get rid of this 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 European Union thing that's holding you back. <laughs> yeah. And Boris Johnson's right there. Now Boris is, is leaving because he can't understand. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of Brexit politics that I honestly um, to be perfectly honest, I'm not super read in on. No, I read I read, I read Andrew Sullivan and his yeah. his take his take was that um, unwinding and undoing Brexit was a pipe dream. 
But now, after Trump's visit, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he free. believes that it, there's there's now like a chance. There's a chance yeah. that we that that that, that, so that just, the UK might actually right. uh, uh, pull out of the tailspin that they're but people, that they're currently if in. If people want to read about a thing that's far worse, uh, so I wrote a thing on Medium uh, two weeks ago. I did that about um, <laughs> in the midst of the the World Cup fervor. Yeah, about how dire things are in the UK because of Brexit. Like it's it's actually like if you want to if you're American and you want to read about something that's like worse mm. than anything happening in the United States. <laughs> read about Brexit. Like read about Brexit cuz yeah. you're just like cuz the idea of it it will be like if it will be like if we like it will be like if all of California just seceded. Mm-hmm. I liken it to this. It would be <laughs> it would be like if you agreed somebody puts a gun on the table and you and this person agree, make a binding agreement that you will shoot yourself <laughs> yes. somewhere on your body. And now all you're doing is trying to figure out where is it going to hurt the least. That's what the UK government is doing right now. Yeah. They're like, fuck, man, my, my calf? My, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, my thigh? My, my, my buttocks? What? what? Right. It's crazy. What's, I the mean, best, what's the best But I, I strongly yourself? suggest everybody who's listening I don't, to this podcast. I do not, first of all, we do not endorse anybody we don't shooting, endorse themselves, shooting no. themselves or anybody else. No, but definitely. No look, need for but it. definitely read no about Brexit. Have a, have, a, have, a passing, <laughs> have a passing understanding of this because it's yeah, a thing. It's a shit show. I do know it's a shit show. All like, of this is a shit show. When was the last time that we turned on the news? Like, it literally, in the last presidency, uh, well, not last presidency, but another presidency, that we turned on the news or we opened up the newspaper or just whatever it may be to have to deal with all of this. You remember the second term of Bill Clinton? Yes. This was was it. It was lit. It was lit. It was lit. It was lit. lit. It's just... But this is, like, ten times worse. We thought... We thought... We thought every, yeah, we thought the market was just going to like keep just skyrocketing right. forever. I remember my last, that was my last year of law school was two, was like 2000 and um, like I was definitely like blowing some of my uh, uh, student loan money <laughs> investing in stocks and like it was, it was day trading in the, the law line. It's like, it's like, it's oh like, yeah. it's like the president is a horrible human being. Uh. But the Dow Jones is... <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's literally how it is. Right, it was that's wild. But, it yeah. but, it's, this, but this is very different. It's yeah. very different, so yeah. So, like, related to all of this, the, the reason why the, the Russia, the Trump-Russia thing today was so striking um, was because, I mean, there are several, several aspects of it that were very striking. One, that he looked very servile and weak and kind of emasculated. And I think that that's a big reason why Fox News kind of started to turn on him a little bit today. We'll see how it happens. They might, they might pull themselves out and say, whoa, 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 we got a little crazy there for a minute. But all right, we're back. We're back, we're they, back on Team I mean, Trump. They didn't do that, I don't the, know. They this, didn't and, do that and, the rest and of if, the day. And if that, and if that happens... Then this will truly be a turning point. Well, real, well, real, Fox, real Fox talk. Still real straight. talk. It'll be real talk. The, the, the guy who stands the most to gain out of this is Alex Jones. Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones. Collusion. I'm just putting Alex it out Jones. there. Decades. Because rewind. if you needed, if you needed somebody to be the new standard bearer for conservatism, oh boy, Dude. Alex Jones is right there. Just getting stronger and by the, the day. The show has been brought to you by <laughs> conservatism, 
We'll have to. We'll get into a deep dive. My thoughts on <laughs> the <Alex>. evolution <laughs> of, of conservatism over the last twenty to thirty to fifty I mean, years, because because it has been it has been a steady and precipitous decline. Oh, we're we're going towards the bottom. We're like and we uh, are we not already there? Oh, no, Donald oh, no. J. Trump is president. No, that's the problem. Is that 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 conservatism keeps bottoming out, and you're like, oh, geez, look at that. Like George W. Bush, my God, what a what a bottom that was! And then they're like, and then there's and then more conservatism bottom. is just like, nope, yeah. hold hold okay. my so, hold my beer, no, so hold my beer. I've got more. Here's a fascinating thing to we think about. We can go about. lower. Where do they go after Donald Trump? Yeah. Okay, this is the fascinating. This is what I want. I want Alex Jones. Alex is right there. <laughs> Alex is right there. Kanye West is, is right, right there. there. West Jones. Just saying, 2020. They're friends. Canada here. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to point out that there's a there's a major issue. There's a major issue here. How did I know his name was going to come up? Because you mentioned that the the because this is a politics podcast, and one of the co-hosts believes that Kanye West will will run for and win the Republican nomination. Easy. The presidency. Easy. Of course. So anyway. President, so, President so here's Kanye. The, here's the thing to think about. And not enough people think Prez-yay. about it. Prez-yay. Prez-yay. I mean, we're here. But uh, in any event, the number of people in America who don't vote, literally two-thirds of the United yeah. States don't does vote. not Voters. vote. This is true. This so is think true. about this, right? Of the people that vote, there's like two very distinct classes that we're starting to like suss out now. There are people who are overeducated, mm-hmm. like comically overeducated. People with like multiple master's degrees who are like, oh, I vote for everything. I vote for the, you know, the 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 the, the, the dog council. walker, right? And in my neighborhood, I vote for everything. And then there's people who are like comically by comparison to the overeducated, woefully undereducated. Because this is the thing that we do in America. Right. Right. You know, you have people that like barely graduate the sixth grade, who then leave school because they their their parents need them to, you know, like get jobs and actually engage in the workforce, and they never go back to school. We undereducate them. Right. Mm-hmm. And these are people who then, because they only see voting as as a way to gain any sort of level of balance mm-hmm. in their life, because we've somehow mis- miseducated them into believing <laughs> that the idea that, okay, so like if you are voting, then you're in some way able to you're make up... You No, know, you're somehow able to make up this giant gap between wealth and education that exists in America. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you vote the right way, not that we ever tell them what the right way is, mm-hmm. or that there even is or, or, or that there even is a right way, but that you're gonna make up this gap. And that you can go from being a, a baggage clerk to being Amber Rose Whatever tomorrow. You, you can go from loving hip hop into delivering a culture. Yeah. Be Cardi B. Cardi. And, they, and these are things. And you have people who are like comically, woefully undereducated yeah. who believe this. And these are, and this and when you look at the population of people that don't vote in America, this is where the tragedy of conservatism lies. See, this to me is the tragedy of liberalism. But go ahead. But because liberals cannot access these people because we've so aggrandized education and wealth, not, and not even like Lar- like massive largesse, but like middle to upper class, upper middle class wealth. We've aggrandized that in, in liberal American politics, in liberal American policy. Yeah. Now it's harder to reach down to someone and pull them up. I mean, this is the, the tragedy of Hillary Clinton 
in, you know, in 2016. She was unable to make that reach. It's easier if you're a conservative because you're able to now, because Donald Trump is president, you could use carnival games and, you know, <laughs> mm. fuckeration. Bread, to, and bread and circuses. Right, to, to, to engage with people on their most basic instinctual level. Yeah. And if you think that Trump is bad, we haven't gotten to the point where the president releases mixtapes to put out, you know, presidential policy. policy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I, done. We're just, you, got, you can go ahead and turn my mic off, Mike. Right. I mean, I just oh I just want to say that that's, that's the legitimacy <clears throat> of the issue. That's what we do, huh? All right. Two thirds of the country, the people that don't vote, the people that you're actually trying to get into the polling place. Because it's not in their hearts, it's not in their minds, and they don't give a shit. Right. But to get them to give a shit, it's easier to say, hey, you want some sneakers? And this is why Kanye West will be president in 2020. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, uh, and and those are things that I come across when I do, like, you know, when I'm preparing for this show. Yeezys for all. Yo. I don't want them shits. I'm saying. I got big feet. I'm saying uh, the the presidential Yeezys, they look like New Balances because he's come to D.C. His mom, his dad's shoes. They look like 560s, you know. They don't look. Mm-mm. All right, so <laughs> the other reason, the other reason why <laughs> I couldn't even get that statement out. <laughs> the other reason why Trump Russia was so striking is because it comes on the heels of last Friday when Rod Rosenstein gave a press conference in which he indicated there were new indictments that were being handed down. Twelve? Uh, against twelve uh, Russian intelligence agents, Russian military intelligence agents, very clear lines. You can read it. It's a 27-page indictment. Just Google Mueller indictment Russians, and you'll find it, and you can read it, and it's an easy read. It's a very compelling compelling story. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that we can all assume is that there is copious evidence for every representation that is made uh, in 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 that in in that indictment paper, okay. In that so indictment paper. So that that paper lays out um, a very uh, a very serious um, a very serious like uh, uh, like an overarching effort to undermine the the election, both by so by by putting out misinformation, mm-hmm. um, by actually physically hacking into Democratic. Uh, officials and Hil- and Clinton campaign yeah. officials. It was all there. It was all there. Right. Um, and and yeah, I mean, just generally. There's oh, and oh, and they were also trying to hack into state election mm-hmm. infrastructure. Right. And there's some indication that they had some success. So I would think that that's probably an, an area in which they will probably up their investments. For 2018 and 2020. Now, my question is, do we go back to talking about it the rest of this week? And as 12 indictments were done just today, we had a newly graduate from American University who is a Russian gun operative or she's a funneling funneling money through the NRA. Okay. Okay. So this this one, this one, this one one was the the dog whistle for me. Yeah. Today. Like, no, no, really. I saw this this today. This this, this was a dog whistle for me today. All right. It's like when you watch New Jack City. Uh Uh-oh. And there's that scene in New Jack City. I'm going to hold on to my hands right now. (laughs) When Wesley Snipes is being indicted. And he oh, says, oh yeah. "Oh yeah, and he says that he's not the real criminal." Nope. He says, I ain't the real "Where's criminal. the guy who sold the guns? 
Where's the guy who's actually dealing the drugs on the street? Well, I'm just a middleman. She's a woman. Right. We've got the we're we're indicting middlemen, which is of no yeah. con- which is ultimately of no consequence. But what's the point because of indicting middlemen? Will we ever get to right. what is the point of indicting? Well, I mean, middlemen. Okay, okay. So I get it. I get that there there's a there's a, a, a hierarchy here. But there's there's two ways to do this. And this is going to sound terrible and horrible, but I, I don't care. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. Okay, either either you're sick, either you're stoning 16-year-old Russian kids who were playing around the internet in these bunkers and being paid money by the middlemen, or you actually shoot the moon and go after the guy on top. Those are like the the two levels that you're at. Like that one too bad. The people in the middle aren't the actual people that like you 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 go after. And you make like if you want to go after people and like make public statements like this is this is this is the bad guy. So so what so is it that to me we continue to indict, indict and and say, OK, at the end of of, of this presidency, we've indicted 215 people, but you still never got Trump. Or is it we have to do this to finally. I mean, they're laying it. I hope they are laying. They're laying a foundation. I hope they are. They're laying a foundation of criminal conduct that occurred with respect to Russians try attempting to and succeeding in influencing the 2016 election. And then it's going to be a question of now we have a, a, a good sense of what the Russian involvement was. I mean, these are you know these are middlemen, but you know I'm looking at for example, and 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 the defendants are all. Named, identified individuals. This is, for example, paragraph 10 of the indictment. Defendant Boris Alexievich Antonov was a major in the Russian military. My right. my apologies if there are any <laughs> Russian fluent uh, uh, individuals that are that are watching. I'm I'm right. terrible with uh, the Russian phonetics, but uh, I mean, we just a major in the Russian military. This other guy is a Russian military officer assigned to Unit 26165. Um, so major, are these, are these guys lieutenant, senior lieutenant. I mean, these are so these are these are serious people who have been identified. This is the thing: is that they, we have this down to such a granular level of detail that we know the number of the units that these people are assigned to. Right, but go into that unit and find me the private. <coughs> Hello, that's the guy. Early retirement. Because if you want to talk to the guy that actually knows how the whole thing operates. And could really tell you what sure. happened. That's the guy you want to get. And I'm sure that CIA is. Uh, I don't think I'm spilling any beans. I right. certainly have mm-hmm. no inside no. knowledge of it. But I'm sure CIA is trying to get at people in these right. Russian, that's the in these guy. Russian military units. When you find the same that pri- when you find that private and you put pressure on that private and you put that private on the stand, yeah. and you commit all manner of war crimes, which yeah. again, you know, Guantanamo Bay occurred. It happened. So we're not against committing war crimes. So, like, you know, you, you commit all manner of war crimes against this young man, and you then put them you put him on the stand, and you say, how do you do it? That's a moment that I want to see. Because, it, it, because it's so egregious now. I don't think that they need that with the level of detail that they have. I mean, let me just read a little bit. Yeah, okay, please do. Let me read a little bit from I'm the indictment, on which I'm, is going I'm on to both sides of that. I yeah, think yeah, people yeah. want to see the grit. They want to see... Okay, I want to see this guy on the stand. Yeah. But right. I think eventually... I think we're going to get Americans on the stand. 
But all right, so in or around 2016, the Russian Federation operated a military intelligence agent called the GRU, which is basically Russian military intelligence. Mm. The GRU had multiple units, including units 26165 and 74455, engaged in cyber operations that involved the staged releases of documents stolen through computer intrusions. These units conducted large-scale cyber operations to interfere with the 2016 U.S. presidential election. The defendants, who are all named, um, and I have already butchered one Russian's name. I'm not right. going to butcher the rest, the rest of them. But right. they're GRU officers who knowingly and intentionally conspired with each other and with persons known and unknown to the grand jury. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the guys. Yeah. Those are the Collectively, guys. the conspirators to gain unauthorized access to hack into the computers <coughs> of U.S. persons and entities involved in the 2016 U.S. election. Uh, starting in late and at least March 2016, the conspirators used a variety of means to take to hack email accounts of volunteers and employees of Hillary Clinton's campaign. Okay. Conspirators also hacked in computer networks of the DCCC, the DNC, uh, covertly monitored the computers of dozens of DCCC and DNC employees. Um, they planned the release of stolen materials from the Clinton campaign. Okay presumably working with WikiLeaks. So to me, the question is going to be, they, Mueller has been able to piece together the operation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't think we need the Russian private. But you need it, would make, it would make a nice television moment, no, obviously. No, but it would. I, but I don't think why. that they need it because I think that they have the evidence that they need to prove this no. case beyond a reasonable doubt. What I they need now is, wi- is, is which Americans helped them do okay. this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll explain why you need the private. If the Democratic Party wants any chance in 2020, oh God, they need a TV moment. I feel like they kind of had one today, but it wasn't. They it had was not, a t- no. It's they not had the moment. some TV you moments. You, you that, wasn't, that was that wasn't for the Democrats. But today. you're playing against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You are going to show Donald Trump every video image. You're going to show uh, if uh, uh, of Donald Trump in a Democratic television ad from now until the end of time is going to be Donald Trump. Standing, pliant, subservient next to Vladimir Putin. No, but if you had that, along you with had that moment today. You have Kamala and Corey yeah. in well, Corey, in, in chambers. Corey. Kamala and Corey in chambers Corey. with the young private in front of them in the U.S. Capitol, asking the question. These are two people who very much want to run for president. It's very very obvious. Yeah, and they're the two front runners. Well, one can't run anyway. I mean, <laughs> anyway, but I mean, they're both going to try. You know this. You need that moment because if you don't have that moment, they don't have anything given the given what their opposition I is feel like stacking up. I feel up. like they got their moment today. I feel like they got their moment because Trump, the whole cult of Trump is, you know, I'm this hard ass. I'm this guy who's going to fire everybody. I'm the wheeler dealer. I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Uh, you know, that whole, like, you I'm know. Hustle a baby, I sell water to a whale. <laughs> that kind of like that fast-talking New York, uh, uh, you know, kind of hustle. Like, that's his persona. And he looked so emasculated. He was owned. Is that why Melania was there? Because I just thought she was uh, just out of place today. Oh, Melania, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. I mean, bad enough that's the other day she looked like the drapes. <sighs> Let's not talk about Melania tonight. Okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. You know, I just had to I bring some female power tonight. into it. Oh, my goodness. But shout out to it's the like 29-year-old Russian female operative. She's, I mean, she, this, these are the people. Okay, so this is also that moment that goes back to, like, 9-11. You, you have to go back to 9-11 for, like, a really good corollary to this. When you understood that the people who, you know, like, corroborated, you know, who acted together to, you know, make 9-11 occur, mm -hmm. learned how to do what they did in Arizona. Yeah. The second yeah. that you learn that, you're like, okay, so we, we really fucked up. That's yep. what we did. <laughs> so in Arizona. Right. When you see stuff like that, when you see like that this this young woman who was obviously an operative was allowed to graduate from one of America's finest colleges. Yep. You're like, oh, so we, we still do this. Still. Like, still. Like like yeah. like foreign like you know, foreign nationals blew up two buildings in well, the heart of New York well City. Let's let's, let's Let's discuss what uh, what is it what is it that we're exactly that we're talking about? Who so who was who was indicted today? Yeah, bring bring the the, uh, the chick you're talking about the um the girl who was uh the American student. Yeah, Google Google that shit, Michelle. <laughs> She's got it right there. She's I got it right there. I have it right here. I'm on. Because again, it was like it was it's like been a, it was because I've been no, on BBC it was like News. A it was like a dog whistle to me today. Like I saw it and I was like, because I believe that this is the woman who's been fun. She's been she was sort of like the the funnel uh -huh. between Russia. And between between Russians and the National Rifle Association, she is. to support she is Maria right wing causes. Jump out sixty six. Jump out sixty six. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're gonna call her. Jump out sixty six. Jump out sixty six. Um, road. Oh boy. Uh, Maria Butina. Um, she has close ties to the Republican Party. Became an advocate for gun rights. Of course. Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 um, ding. The charges are not released to the Mueller probe. Um, but she was uh, brought in, and she is a spy. Hmm. She does have an attorney. Um, and in the report, she says not an agent, instead just an international relations student who is seeking to use her degree to pursue a career in business. International what business? business. What, what business, business, young lady? What business? And the thing is, she's not young. She's Real 29. Yeah. What Real business? She's not young. What business do you play, pray tell are you trying to get into? Yeah, she's cooperating Republican, with Republican various politics. Yeah, yeah. With, <laughs> with various My government entitled. I mean, yeah, this chick. Well, so all of this stuff, all of this stuff here today. Let's let's kind of wrap this up and put yeah. this in a nice tight, tidy little bow. Right. Um, Trump, Russia. Bow? These indictments. First of all, these indictments come down on f the Friday, literally three days before Trump's summit with Putin where he will sit down in a room mm -hmm. with Vladimir Putin, nobody else taking notes, no other Americans. That timing, I thought, was not suspicious. It was not inauspicious. It was no. directly intended to say, look, people, we're not yet to the point where we can indict people in the White House, but look at what's going on. But how many look people, at what he's doing. But how many people paid attention? Well, a lot of people paid attention. There's a lot of people who's but more people paid attention to the rock star hanging out in Helsinki today in a room for 90 minutes. Uh, I mean, in all of my news watching today, it was not it was more of but it's what not, is going on, it's not, what is going on. It's not you. That's the that's the part that kills me. I I, I like I, I talked to like a really good friend of mine today. Like we I had like a real like a real face to face because I, I have one now. Before I come to do <laughs> DCTVD, I always have like a good face to face with like 
my very liberal friends. All right. Like, all right, because they because people think I'm liberal, but I'm really not liberal. Don't 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 dare think for a second I am, because I I'm, I'm I'm far more balanced than that. So I have a conversation. And I'm like, you, what you watched doesn't matter to me. I'm worried about the 200 plus million Americans who are not voting, who are at play in 2018 and 2020. What were, how do you engage with these people with this information of obvious wrongdoing in American politics? What's the answer? Well, to me, it's not arrests on a high level where there's a little bit of nebulousness regarding the nature of their crime. That's why I look for the private. That's why I want the person who hit the button. Because when you can have the person who hit the button explain exactly what happened. It's the it's the Marion Barry corollary. Uh oh. So <laughs> you 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 want Rashida Moore Ooh, Rashi- to be at the Vista How Hotel. I know that you were gonna say that. Because you want you, you have want to ha- you the goddamn ha- bitch set me up. You had to have her in that like moment. physically there, and the, the camera's right there, and it's like the goddamn bitch set me up. You this is inexplicable evidence, and it's like right there. And it's like okay, so for so th- it is tits me because okay, so even deeper to think about it like this, I was <laughs> in the, I was in the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and I saw Marion Barry like thirty three percent of the time each of those years in school. He was just always around my school, and for, we would always joke. The mayor's on drugs. The mayor's sweating a lot. You know, <laughs> crackheads sweat a lot. That's a thing. Who, kn- you know, and so we would always say this. We would say this every day. Welcome to DCTBT. Until, until the day the when we actually. DC. 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 So until the day when we could all. At its finest. When we could all sit at home and watch the video and see the crack being lit in the pipe. There was no crack in the pipe. <laughs> right, of course. But yeah, but I was like, you see, like, okay, you see the actual Sealed evidence. He was just clearing. He was clearing out the pipe. There right. was nothing just in there. Nothing in there. He n- he did not want to <laughs> be up there. That glowing red ember <laughs> smoking <laughs> with with it's that woman. Right, but still, he did. He, he was but gonna but get some booty. Right, and, and get out. And get out. <laughs> set him up. But Bitch set me up. Right, but there it is. That was the moment. That uh, was the thing. And at that point. <laughs> so you think Donald Trump has had his that bitch set me up moment? Oh, we, we've seen it. And the bitch is we saw Stormy Daniels was just a cloakroom. And Stormy Not got. Not but last week. Where did Stormy get arrested last week? In Columbus, Ohio. In Columbus, Ohio. But they after being a cloakroom in Washington, D.C. Shout they, out to Andre DeMoya. But they Shut dismissed up. the Good charges. Good job, <laughs> We believe you, Stormy. Hashtag we believe but you, I'm Stormy. But just, I just want to say. You. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's ha- that's happened. He had the moment, but the problem was we did not have the physical evidence. That's what, that's what I'm like in all seriousness. You want to see the dress. That's what I mean. Exactly. You need the private, <laughs> you need the private that pushed the button. Like, we're close. That's why I had the dog whistle moment today, because we're close. You have an actual operative, so somebody who handled information and handled money. Michelle so is the conscience of our of DC TVD. Right. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's just a shit starter. But I feel like if you have that moment for people who are think not. it makes you Teflon in, impervious? No, it doesn't. It, it's the moment for people who are politically unaware, people who are socially maladjusted to understanding how 
politics works. That means for those of you that do not turn on the television and watch the news, you would not have known that Matt Acklin left Fox 5 News, and we're going to figure out where he's going. Okay, I'm sorry. Right, so I mean, I feel like that's the thing where you're like, okay, so there's this clear moment, line in the sand, where it's unassailable, where intelligence doesn't matter, where logic is is obvious, where logic is 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 immaterial, and you bring and you break down politics on like the molecular level to like the lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need a moment like that, hmm. and th- and that's where we are. And I feel like staying in this nebulous zone where you know like. The major got arrested. Well, what does the major really do? Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He pushes papers. Right, but there's that. But he's there's in that charge. He's in charge of. Right. The yeah, but he ain't. But yeah, but he ain't the one moving the privates. Right, but you need that it's person. Just over them. It's again. It's the Marion Barry corollary. You need the Rashida Moore. Mm. If you find Rashida Moore, <laughs> well, I want to. And, and you put the wire on her, then we're good. Well, I want to give a shout out to uh, fellow. Fellow University of Michigan grad John Chait, who writes for New York Magazine, um, he had a really fantastic article that's pretty pretty well sourced. I mean, a lot of it is speculative. Basically, the thesis of his argument is, you know, we get information on the Mueller investigation in drips and drabs. Nobody's mm-hmm. putting it together into a coherent story, a coherent timeline, and. Also, nobody is sort of willing to entertain mm-hmm. sort of the worst case scenarios because they feel like they're going to get caught. Because, well, I mean, because it's what if it's exactly what people Wha- fear? You know, I mean, the the uh, at one end of the spectrum, you have okay, he's the Manchurian candidate placed there by Russia to specifically to do Russia's bidding, right? A- and then at the other end, you basically have kind of like at this point, sort of like he's a dupe who got. <laughs> Who 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 started going to to Moscow? He needed money, so he started hobnobbing and rubbing elbows we with Russian to, bankers. We we they were getting him hookers. Yeah, that's m- that, that's that's what the Chait article talks right. about. They say yeah. they basically say he's been an asset since since. The late eighties. Yeah, he has been eighty-seven. Who's buying those properties in his, in it, that, okay. that he's built up? So yeah. like, a, so Russians. Like a, they I, need I wrote, long money. Yeah, I wrote something. Um, and they've been laundering dirty money. But they've not, been laundering but not the dirty money. Where we I wrote, think. I wrote something on my Facebook wall that's important Trump for people and to. For something, something that's important to people to understand who are of a certain age. Yeah, because in don't. retrospect, Donald Trump between 1985, 86 in like 1991, yeah, simultaneously entered into the gaming, sports, mm-hmm. real estate, and industrial businesses, and I- 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 engaged in businesses in those four yeah. marketplaces with literally the worst credit of any businessman. He had no credit <laughs> of his level had none. in right. North America, right. and none of those businesses did. None of those businesses survived. Gaming right. is gone. Right. So, so think about where where was from ninety one to like ninety eight. Yeah, he was like he was she was nobody. Right. So think about where you have to get money from if at the time that you're starting, he's when he started, he was already in the negative. He had already attempted to buy the USFL and failed. <laughs> he had already like you know attempted to buy numerous things. I mean, there's yeah. again a Trump documentary on Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. Shout out to Netflix every week. You should watch it. You know, like where. He's clearly already failed. So he has to get money from somewhere. Yeah. And it's very obvious if you understand, like, you know, like, where can you source 
one billion dollars. There's like two places in, in the world. In, in cash. cash. <laughs> in like literally in, in a Russia. suitcase that you open up <laughs> and there's stacks of bills and you just go. <laughs> right. There's only two places in the world that you can source that Russia. kind of money. Russia. Russia in the Middle East. And Russia. Yep. Right. That's it. Just do Russia in the Middle East. Russia, Russia, and Russia. Right. But it, but it and, you notice, and you notice how much Russian investment there is in Saudi Arabia. Right. And how much Women, investment Saudi Arabia has They said the models, when they Trump. leave Russia, they go straight to Dubai and straight to... Yeah, it's obvious. That's where like they go. There is a, I believe... I believe, based on just what I what I what I what I read and w- sort of what I know of the statutes, which is not expert level by any stretch, but I believe that there is going to be there are going to be money laundering indictments mm-hmm. against Americans, possibly Saudis, I'm gonna, I'm possibly I'm gonna Israelis. I'm going to stop you on that because there's one thing that people forget about Trump too, is that Trump started his and this is the the, the ultimately the shield of protection to me when it comes to Donald Trump is that he initially put so much faith in the American mafia. Mm-hmm. He's used to working with shady individuals. So, but, but, but when it comes to like well, this attempting... Is when this is when, when it comes, comes back right, into play. When it comes to attempting to unearth things and people not dying suddenly, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Because the first people that he worked with were the concrete lobby in New York City. Which and concrete in New York City is... Solely run by the you mob. know the mob, yeah. So if he ever needs to go back all the way back around, because the thing about Donald Trump too that's crazy, and this is what makes you have to understand is if you're like un- trying to understand like American politics right now, is that Donald Trump has had like nefarious business co- connections mm-hmm. since the late 1970s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has like f- almost five decades of like really shady people yeah. that he knows intrinsically well who will take a bullet for this man because he put so many like low-level mobsters on in the early 80s to get trump tower built (laughs) and it's why and it's why honestly it's why honestly i believe i believe sort of in my my own mental theory of the whole trump russia thing was um Don Jr. is out there trolling. They, you know, remember they, they went the entire campaign. Like, where's Hillary's thirty-three thousand emails? He talked about it fucking today. <laughs> he's been president for a year and a half, right. and he's like, they're asking him about, you know, do you believe the intelligence assessment or do you believe Vladimir Putin telling you he didn't do it? Oh, and oh, he's like, listen, Hillary. we still haven't found Hillary's thirty-three thousand emails. How are we supposed to believe anything? It's like, like, you know, so he's like, he knows where they are. He knows where they I are. I think, I think, <laughs> Hello? during the campaign. <laughs> During the campaign, he was duped by all the conservative conspiracy theorists who told him that, like, if he found Hillary's 33,000 emails, it was going to expose the Illuminati or something like that. And so he, like, Don Jr. was like, all right, the old man's angling for this. I got to try to figure this out. That's why he had that meeting at Trump Tower. And then I think he goes back and tells uh, the big guy, hey, I think we can get Hillary's 33,000 emails. And I think Trump just was like, yeah, do it. Do it. Right. And I think it's because he has that five decades long, <laughs> like, sort of, you know, uh, on living on the edge of mm-hmm. lawfulness or <laughs> unlawfulness. Been there a long time. Yeah, some days later. lawful, some days unlawful. Sorry, hum- Humpty Dumpty's uh, gonna I think fall. He, I think right. he's very accustomed to skirting that line. And I think it's one thing to skirt that line in New York politics when you can grease some palms of, of you know, council members and, right. and you know, even a mayor. 
Uh, it's a whole other ball game when you're fucking I mean, with, when you're fucking with the FBI. But then you get the mayor it's to a whole be whole other your, ball game. But then you get the you, you pay the mayor back by having to be your official lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's that's the mind blower to me. When Rudy Giuliani just shows up in the White House, I'm Rudy like Rudy Giuliani made his reputation as a as a as a as a as the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, and he made it his goal in the 1980s to go after and dismantle the, the mob. mob in New York City. And that's it's funny because they made been playing his bones it. right. Trying, you know, dismantling the mob. They've been playing it. It's on the History Channel. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And now he's Trump's lawyer. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's so what a world! It's what a world collusion, we live in! What a world collusion, we live in! Collusion. All right, guys, it's it's that time of the week. Yeah, it's Let's time. Get it's time for our bish sesh. Hmm. We got we got some things we got to bish about. Yeah. Or I'm not going or first. Google. <laughs> <laughs> or Google. I'm a Let Google. me go first. Let me yeah. go first because I've got one that I think we're probably all going to want to talk about. Um, we still don't have all of the children who were separated from their parents at the border Correct. reunited with their parents. Many of these children have been separated from their parents since May. We're now going on, we're approaching three months that some of these children have been separated from their parents. Um, the United States government, the Department of, of Health and Human Services, Department of Homeland Security, they were all ordered uh, by a federal judge to have children reunited on a schedule, children under five reunited on a certain day, children over five reunited by another date here in July. Uh, they have already missed the deadline for the under fives. They have not all been reunited. Some have been, and that's 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 a good thing. Um, I'm on as 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 folks may know. I'm an immigration lawyer. Um, I've been on Facebook, and I'm 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 in several Facebook groups with volunteer lawyers, volunteer immigration lawyers, and you know I try to have volunteer services um, where I can. Although um, I'm unfortunately not able to actually go down to the border and, and do that work. I have several pro bono clients right here in, in Maryland and D.C. that, that need my, my, my help. But they, um, you know, so I, I keep reading a lot of these stories about family reunifications, seeing the videos. It's, it's you know, it really it hits me as a father. It hits me as a human being that people are being, people have been dehumanized to mm-hmm. such an extent that um, they've been dehumanized to such an extent that we are we find it okay to do inhumane things to them, um, and that is still going on. That problem was not solved; it was not fixed, um, and it is a continuing and recurring nightmare for a lot of these children, who are totally innocent, regardless, even if the parents are guilty of this misdemeanor of a first illegal border crossing. The children are innocent, and they're suffering greatly. The government it's pretty clear, has had no plan to reunify these these children. I don't know what they ever thought was going to happen once they mm-hmm. separated them, but they clearly never thought well, through. They thought they were going to build a wall. Mm-hmm. Remember <laughs> the wall? These people are already inside who, where who the wall would be. something about a wall? Is it Trump? Tr- yeah. Oh, like, okay. These people are already inside where the wall right, would but be. But that's the part like that There was no plan to reunify these children with their parents, and um, there is some talk that there are some children who may never be reunified with their oh, parents. I, I agree. I, just, I, I, I find that to be just a, a disgusting... You know, my whole thing is I respect conservatives. I respect, you know, there's... To me, there's left and right. 
and then there's right and wrong. Right. This is not a left-right issue to me. This is a right and wrong right. issue. And our government right now is doing a lot of wrong in our name. So if you guys have bishes, I'll come in with something that's right. considerably lighter. But it's a, it's, it's a bish nonetheless. Um, DC United, our <laughs> Major League Soccer franchise, yes. have signed Wayne Rooney, who's a veritable legend of international football. He's Probably one of the ten greatest English players in the history of the game. Uh, uh, yeah, I and I as well, so. I think so. right? And as well, you know, DC Knight open up a field, Audi Field, Audi Field, which Southwest, looks gorgeous. Washington, I have not been. I have DC, not been, but it looks gorgeous. Jamal Douglas's house. gleaming, glittering palace. There is one problem in DC that is wrong with this entire situation. Talk about <laughs> it. Speak on it. DC Knight are in last place. They are an abysmal soccer franchise. Where, where were the Nationals when we first opened? They were the the the, the, the DC United were a, a championship team. Uh, yeah, were they were, but were. they're not now. Yeah. Okay, so here's my issue. Are they gonna get there? Here's my here's my my longer issue with this. They only played like ten games. Right. Well, they have Wayne Rooney. So right. If you're if 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 you're in the city, <laughs> and you have any sort of sway over, you know, like. Tourism, travel management, whatever. $75 billion. And you have this team that's opening a brand new stadium. And the team is making a, a expenditure layout to sign Wayne Rooney, who, again, Rooney. for people who come from other places uh -huh. to this city, they know him. They're like, oh, I know Wayne who Wayne Rooney. the great Here. footballer plays in D.C. We'll go to D.C. And, and the team that he plays on is abysmal. Hot garbage. You can easily solve this problem. <laughs> DC tap water garbage. There's such a thing as 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 public as as public investment in private industry mm. that DC just does not do. This even goes in so far as the arts, like even to the building that we're sitting in right now. Yep. To any any great other number of you know, of small businesses, to you know local artisans. If if you want people to care. And if you want private industry to invest, then at least match them in kind or at least give people a semblance of a belief that you care about what they're trying to do to make your city better. Mm -hmm. And so you're stating that that stadium... Well, that stadium is, is, is genius mm -hmm. on if one level if, if you put a team on the field, which this is easy to do if you invest... Mm. In this private industry, this private outside company. Are they smart enough to know how to do that? That's the question. <laughs> there it is. So, I mean, that's my bish this week. I'm just like, that's, that's crazy to me. Do you have a mind. bish, Michelle? Because if not, you can start, you can start your with, with your my favorite thing, <laughs> if you prefer. I have a bish. All right. Um, Lay it on us. So it's, it's kind of like uh, hip, hip, hooray. <coughs> um, it finally was aired out that the Papa John's founder... Is a fucking racist. On top of making shitty pizza. On top of making shitty dry ass pizza. Um, my bish is not that that we found out, but some of y'all have already known, and you're just coming out and and oh yeah, yeah he he said that word a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sorry, said what? 
he's always been a racist. Let's yeah. just be clear. Right. The man that created Domino's Pizza tried to create his own city in Florida, keep all the blacks and the browns out, you know, no birth control, dot, dot, dot. This is also a man who donated money to... But that's Domino's. That's not Papa John's. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. But, you know, so I, my bitch is just that we've always known Papa John's we <laughs> was a little funny. So why is it that we are continuing to allow? Why are we not checking owners of companies? Why are we continuing to walk into CVS and the man is clearly on the phone talking to the police and his hands are shaking? Why are we continuing to call the cops on Africans Ameri on African Americans, brown people, whatever it may be? Like this is my bitch of the week. It just all correlates together. But shout out to Morehouse College for putting Papa John's out of there. And shout out to Papa John's uh, themselves because they evicted Papa. They put him out of the office. Yeah, out of the office. So that's my best. Beautiful, week. guys. I just want to point something out really quickly because um, I have very detailed one-page notes oh, okay. on um, Microsoft Word with times next to it. We have kept like clockwork you know, <laughs> to our times tonight. Sometimes we are kicking ass. We're gonna finish. We're gonna finish right on time. Nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe nine even before. 29 colon 59. Colon 59. We're going <laughs> to sign off. <laughs> um, we're yeah. signing the fuck off because I've got 915 to 930 as that time of the week where we do my oh. favorite, favorite thing, thing that I saw this week. I feel like you two have <laughs> the same Oh, oh, my favorite thing that it, you want to discuss. It's, it's going to be the same favorite thing for like the next <laughs> seven weeks. Probably. <laughs> okay. So, so what is... Pose what is, is what is so titillating? Okay, Pose is the best show that's been on television in like five to ten years. It is the most titillating television series on. What is Pose for, for okay, the so uninitiated? All right, so Pose. What channel? What's what? what what's FX? Is it on? It's on FX. FX. Is the, is the Same is as Atlanta. Right. Okay. So so what FX has done is that they've decided that uh, marginalized populations deserve like the brightest mainstream. Mm like vehicles ever yeah. to highlight their unique culture right on on like a again to break it down again to the molecular level of like exposing our foibles and our idiosyncrasies and our frustrations in ourselves which is the beautiful part of it it's good storytelling i so have nothing else to say he just said right. it so pose <laughs> is a show that highlights gay ball culture in New York City in the 1980s on one level. Mm -hmm. On another level, it's all about how to constructively fight the conservative world order. And Donald Trump's name is actually... All over the show. All over the show. So uh, it, it's brilliant. Like people, if, if, you, if, you needed a, if you needed something to watch... Turn that shit. That on. will make you feel better about yourself and your condition. And you're not like explicitly African American or know a bunch of black mm -hmm. people. Like if you are explicitly African American and know a bunch of black people, Atlanta's the best show on television <laughs> by like miles. And insecure. <laughs> right. Well, insecure is good, but not Atlanta good. Not Atlanta good. No, nothing Damn, is. Damn, do we say that out loud? It's 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 true. 
He's uh, uh, insecure is good. Insecure is good. Is Black Twitter gonna check you? Nah. I'm sure. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> no, I've never, never cared. Sorry, hi. I'd like oh. to introduce you to <laughs> Michelle. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts yeah, on Pose? Pose is what did I say last week? It's beautiful. It's colorful. It's heartfelt. Um, it takes your imagination to another time period. Um, this week's. The category is. Yeah. It was almost scary, because that's what it was. With the it was latex. Right. And so it's just you know understanding ballroom culture, understanding the era of the eighties, probably not only in New York City but in any major city. Right. Um, San Francisco, probably Chicago. Oh, totally. Um, voguing. It was uh, a hilarious scene. Um, with. Electra's house and one house of the of abundance. house of abundance and they were trying to um, learn to vote right for the next upcoming category yeah. you know it was great. And, so great and one of the young ladies oh she could not get it she was horrible candy yeah this candy with her with her butt injections and so like literally on Sunday I didn't turn the TV on when I got home I waited until nine o'clock. So like eight it's appointment television. Eight fifty is appointment television, and as soon as it was over, I turned it off because okay. I didn't want to see anything else. I want I want people to understand. Like I'm I'm like a grown ass man. Forty I am forty years old. Grown ass man. I cry three <laughs> on three separate occasions every week watching Pose. I will like break down into like massive giant full body crying. <laughs> With convulsion. Is this is is am I lying though? It's not lying. It's a oh real thing. Man. I had to gasp yesterday and the week before. I was in full on tears. Let me just say this. You were you were talking about um, your roommate. Yeah. And how he watched yesterday's episode. Yes. You can literally watch last night's episode, and go back, and then. Watch the season finale because the season finale is next week. They have been picked up, so there will, yeah, there will be, be a, a season, season two, two happening. Um, and it, it's just so. But but the 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 best part and our favorite thing, <laughs> of course, oh. you know, uh, we'll we'll harmonize it out. Oh. Am I feeling? Am I am I starting to get the feels? <coughs> um, yes. The I don't want to give too much of last night's Just episode I mean, away. You can, you can you can you can talk flatly about what happened. I give away talk a thing. flatly. Okay, so uh, for those of you that don't know, um, uh, the gentleman that played Stabler <laughs> in Law and Order is on Pose. Yes, and he is the gentleman caller of Miss Electra Abundance. Abundance. Now, <laughs> Electra Abundance has an abundance. Yes. But well, well, no, not no longer. But not she no, is no longer. longer. She is no longer abundant. She is no longer abundant. She's a full woman now. And so Detective Stabler was not happy about that yes. and cut her off. And so as she is now seeking to figure out where and how she's going to pay for this, I wouldn't <laughs> say beautiful, but just I think now in New York City that place is yeah, probably it's like five grand a month. Five grand a month. And um, she has a, she has a massive loft loft apartment. It's in the a lower loft east apartment, side. Lower East Side. 
you could just see everything. The high rent district. Yeah, high, yeah, yeah, truly yeah. high rent. And so she's trying to figure it out. Her <laughs> children are leaving her. And th- her those in ballroom, you know, you're a mother and you have children. Um, they're, they've left her to start their own. And so sh- now she's like, okay, I need some money. And you see her walking the same steps. Yeah. That the young lady from the other house. From the, uh, the, the, the house of extravaganza. Yeah. Um, the same path that she takes because she dance at she dances at a, um, a peep, show you, booth. Uh, peep show booth. And so here is Miss Electra, who has been doing this for years. And who's she's who's fabulous. She's fabulous when she's coming around the corner and she slides in. She's smoking her cigarette. She's fixing her wig. She's doing this. And then all of a sudden you hear the music. You're a private dancer, a dancer for money. Do what you want me to do. Yeah. It's it's it, it was is. it was heavy. It was heavy. Production is like Could y'all just get off the It's wild. It's wild. It was amazing because first of all three voice harmony by the way. Three voice harmony. First time. On DC TVD. They had to pay a lot of money. They literally said they spent the whole budget. Paying for private dancing. Of course, of course. <laughs> Tina's not gonna let that go. Tina was like, "Y'all want it for what?" Mm. <laughs> That's like when Chuck gave uh, Nelly. Yeah, and he didn't give it to him. But we're not gonna get on the Chuck Brown thing. Nah, uh, shout out to the person who uh, was so petty enough to uh, delete one of my comments off of her post, <coughs> slightly mm. not related to it's Chuck all Brown. Oh, wild, but it's all good. Uh-huh. Oh, it's all love. Oh, boy. All right, my favorite thing. Pose. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, now that I'm kind of like watching us live on Facebook, I'm kind of feeling like my favorite thing is that this shirt makes my arms look (laughs) more in shape than I don't know how I I actually am. I caught I caught myself. Production does a wonderful job of. I'm sorry. Your favorite thing. My favorite (laughs) thing. My favorite thing. uh, We're recording this on Monday, July 16th. Yesterday, July 15th, was my son Jaime's. Fifth birthday. Hey! Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. That's the two-voice harmony right there. (laughs) (laughs) You can see me at Shiloh Baptist Church on second Sunday. That's from Stevie Wonder. You don't need that. You don't need that basso. Yeah, I was in the the Greek club. We can do that with uh, with the tenor and the alto. Um, yeah, happy birthday to my my son Jaime, my wife Shauna. Did a wonderful job putting together just a very nice small family celebration. Very cool. Um, my son, this is like the first year that he's like into mm-hmm. Christmas and birthdays. So like we let him open up a gift on on Friday night or on Saturday night, like the night before mm-hmm. the birthday. So. <laughs> so his birthday gift for those people who don't follow me on Facebook or anything, my my son is obsessed with Darth Vader. Yep, obsessed. Did he <laughs> s- did he sleep in the Darth Vader costume? He last does night? He, all the time. He has Darth Vader pajamas. Yeah, he has Darth Vader hoodie, Darth <laughs> Vader t shirts. So that. we got him. Uh, uh, actual Kenner Star Wars Darth Vader figure okay, from Return of the Jedi, oh. where like the helmet comes off, yeah. the arm comes off, or when like Luke cuts off his arm. So like he runs into the room on Sunday morning. He's like, "Dad, Dad, this is the best birthday ever! Best birthday ever!" And I'm like, 
I'm like, it's 7.15. What the, what the hell are you doing? What the hell do you want, so little boy? 7.15, he thinks it's the best birthday ever. Awesome. I mean, the how you awesome won. is that? You won. Yeah. How awesome is you that? You won, Dad. You so won. Well done, Dad. Yay. Go, Dad. So you can go to the clip where we sang happy birthday to him. That's what I'm going to do. I'll be like, yep. At 7.23 is right around the time when I started to feel like we needed to fill in more time. Yeah. <laughs> so probably like 7.21 is when I... Yeah. Gave my birthday wishes to my son. So Fabulous. happy birthday to Jaime. Good stuff. Um, so we've got a couple of minutes left. What do you got going on this week, Mr. Let's Dallin? Let's see. Gosh. Um, a heavy week at uh, Rewind by Decades, which has just opened. Uh, Come get some food. RewindDC.com. It's a uh, diner. And uh, I, would, I, would, I would hesitate against calling it a nightclub. It's more of a diner and an entertainment venue mm -hmm. with uh, six video walls playing videos from the 80s and 90s. Kick-ass. Uh, rock and pop, mainly. Uh, the, the menu includes breakfast all day. You have a great steak dinner that's available there. Uh, the chicken wings are great. The lemon pepper are especially good. Uh, as you know D.C. loves their damn lemon pepper. I'm just saying. It's real. <laughs> um, we also have a mumbo sauce pepper. wing that's actually really, really solid as well. So D.C. things. But um, as well, gosh, uh, let's see. I have, um, I have a piece coming for Modern Luxury Magazine. That'll be out next yeah. month. And that's just like, that's like official now. I could talk nice. about that. Um, yeah. Got another thing coming from Mix Mag, talking about Baltimore club fans. I, yeah. I interviewed a whole bunch of people and uh, wrote a piece about the 10th anniversary of the passing of Kay Swift. Yeah. So that's um, that should be out by the end of the month. Uh, wow. That's. I, I talk about these things because like their deadlines just passed and like <laughs> my <laughs> editors were just like were like okay with my first copy. So yeah, this, these are, these are things. All right. Because yeah, it's good. funny because it's like I do this other thing and then I have this other thing that I do and I and I don't do them in balance anymore. So it's a weird moment when like I have two pieces that are due and I'm doing the other thing at the same time and they're mm -hmm. both like hurtling down the path. I'm like weird, but yeah. All right. It's happening so though. Follow Marcus with a C K, K Dowling D O W L I N G <laughs> on all social find media. Find him on all social media so that you can be hip to his writing because you're He's doing stuff. You're right. an excellent writer. You're an excellent writer. I always read your stuff. Thank right you, there. sir. Yeah. So Michelle, what do you got going on this week? Um Back to work for me. Shout out to uh, my good folks over in Ward 8, you know, working in the mental health capacity, making sure that the good residents and constituents and beautiful people of D.C. are taken care of. Excellent. Um, Excellent. You know, hopefully in, uh, I was going to say March. <laughs> in August, Marcus and I will be working on something. I mean, that's happening. That's you know, happening. Do we have an announcement to make right here on no, DC it's TV? No, no, not no, yet. No. I mean, uh, DC TVD uh, will be where the announcement will take yeah. place. But TBD yeah, things. TBD. Get it? Things. See what I did there? TBD. I, I See what know. you did there. TBD. So hopefully, well done. you know, you'll Good be stuff. able to wear one and listen to one. Boom. You know, that's just how it goes. Good stuff. Um, how it is. You know me. I'm always in and around the city. Sunday, I made a quick dash to the Good Shiloh Baptist Church. So if you go down 9th Street over there at 9th and P Street, check out our immigration signs that we have out. Yeah. Um, no, I saw those. Those were, yeah. really, those were really amazing. Yeah. You know, shout out to the social justice ministry that I, I do sit on, do some good work. Good. Um, good. And, you know, I'm just doing me, feeling good, pretty good this week. Good. It's been That's a good great week. To hear. Glad That's to be back. To mm -hmm. Social media wise, um, always ripping and running through there. So you know where to find me on the Twitters uh, okay. at Shelby. So C H E L L 
E-B of D.C. Yes, That'll yes. be the only place that you get to follow me unless you're following Event Solutions D.C. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's right. That's right. I am at Woke since 84 uh, on Twitter and um I'm probably private and can't be <laughs> located on Facebook, <laughs> which is probably for the best. Yeah, the two of uh, us cannot be found. <laughs> uh, you can find me. I'm I'm just out here running around. Probably. I mean, but you'll see. But you'll see us on his page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ian. I'm out here. Yeah, out here. <laughs> that means he's outside here. <laughs> out here. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> uh, what do I have going on this week? I. Uh, preparing. I actually have an asylum trial on Friday. That um, is great. A, a pro bono client. I accept uh, certain pro bono representations through Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. Yep. Um, it's a great so organization. They are a great organization. Yeah. They do really, really good work. Um, you know, I know sometimes people are uneasy about religiously affiliated mm -hmm. organizations, but um, I have found them to be really, really excellent and and good people who work very hard uh, to try to help. Yeah. Um, and so I have three now pro bono clients through Catholic Charities. And we will be having uh, an asylum trial on Friday. Um, we are very, very hopeful and would take any and all good vibes, you are prayers, I'm Baptist, thoughts. So I'm going to be praying. So we'll... We'll take it. We have a good judge. We have a good story to tell. Um, but asylum for Central Americans has been very, very difficult. And if Jeff Sessions has his way, oh. Uh, oh it would be Jeff. downright impossible. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe one of these days we'll talk about uh, Jeff Sessions' opinion in matter of AB, which really kind of turns asylum law on its head. Yeah. We'll talk about it at some other time. Folks, that is... DC TBD for another week. We had a great yeah, show. This it. was a lot of fun. Yes. I love. We're getting right into it at 8 o'clock. Boom. And oh. we're right out of it at 9.30. Like I told the crew, 929.57.58.59. We're out of here. Peace. We're out.